0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 everyone. Now, before you ask... Yes, I will get on to the FCA stuff, the the FCA thing. I've seen it. I have seen it. But... Considering that's of endgame proportions for the auto industry, I'm going to save that for its own episode. That's going to be its own entire episode because we got to untangle that mess. It's a big, complicated web of jargon for the most part. So we're going to do regular news for now. Rivian R1T looks absolutely perfect as a 6x6. And I can't tell whether or not that's a rendering from, you know, some third party or if it's actually from Rivian themselves. If it is from Riv- Riv- Rivian themselves, holy mess! Does this patent preview the C8 Corvette's 8-speed dual-clutch gearbox? I don't know. Maybe. Rivian EVs to offer vehicle-to-vehicle charging functionality. New Mercedes AMG One build slot pops up. This time for four million. The fact that there's still a build slot for the thing is surprising to me. Rivian's innovative slide-out kitchen will be offered. Will be offered with the R1T. Ford will actually keep building some Fusion models through 2021. Now the question is, which ones? Only BMW M3 looks and sounds like the sports sedan of your dreams. 2020 Skoda Octavia could look like this, and we like. I'm not a fan. The headlights are a little bit too. They're not tall enough for me. They're they're almost very squinty, very very squinty. Like someone's giving you a dirty eye. It's just that the whole car is giving someone the dirt. The, sorry, the stink eye down the road. That's what's happening with the Skoda. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Safe to say. Bugatti Chiron pair conduct ring testing. Raises some questions. 1,873 horsepower pinning Battista Batista electric hypercar available to pre-order. Tesla infotainment could eventually support third-party apps. Oh, dearie me fire risk leads to massive first gen porsche panamera recall in north america gm says its evs will cost the same as its ice powered vehicles or models i know it's a bit earlier than normal but let's get on to this recall been a while since we heard about the first gen panamera porsche is calling back certain versions of the first generation panamera due to a potential electrical system failure that could cause a fire under extreme conditions the campaign is being conducted in north America. Where 33,206 units of potentially affected cars are located. These include the 2010 to 2016 Panamera S and 4S, 2011 to 2016 Panamera Panamera 4 and Turbo, 2012 to 2016 Panamera Turbo S and SE Hybrid, 2013 to 2016 Panamera GTS, 2013 Platinum Edition and 4 Platinum Edition, 2014 to 2016 Panamera 4S Executive, Turbo Executive, and Turbo S Executive and the 2015 Panamera diesel, diesel edition, or is it just... hmm, The 2015 Panamera diesel edition, the 4 edition, and the Turbo S exclusive series. The number of cars included in this recall is not what we normally call big, however, from 2010 to 2016, Porsche sold only 42,783 Panameras in the United States, so that means most of them are affected. The issue is that water may enter the air conditioning blower control unit, Over time, this could lead to a short circuit, and in rare cases, might even result in a fire. The NHTSA said that the problem is detectable by the driver when the vehicle is operated, but it could also occur when the car is parked and shut off, so owners are advised to park outside until a fix is applied. Dealers will add a relay harness to the AC blower control unit and reseal it to prevent water from leaking in. Most owners should already have been informed, as the recall will begin on June 23rd. One of GM's autonomous prototypes reportedly failed... During demo for Honda's CEO. Oh, that's got to sting. Appeals Appeals court upholds $210 million settlement for Hyundai and Kia owners. Okay, what happened? Toyota accelerates EV strategy. Plans to sell 1 million electric and fuel cell models by 2025. An appeals court in the United States has upheld a $210 million nationwide class action settlement. For owners of Hyundai and Kia vehicles due to overinflated fuel economy figures, ouch. CNBC reports that the 9th U.S. Circuit Court, that the ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Pasadena, California, agreed on an eight-to-three vote that there was enough in common among owners to allow them to settle as a group. Additionally, it was determined that there was no evidence of collusion between the drivers' lawyers and the automakers. The Court of Appeals also rejected arguments by owners opposed to the settlement settlement, that the claims were too burdensome. The case started following the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's, that's the EPA for those who don't know, discovery that there were flaws in Hyundai and Kia's testing procedures a few years ago. This prompted the car manufacturers to lower fuel efficiency estimates for about 900,000 vehicles from, from the 2011, 2012, and 2013 model years. The settlement was originally approved in June 2015 by U.S. District Judge George Wu in Los Angeles, but a three-judge Ninth Circuit panel reversed this decision in January 2018. These judges claimed that Judge Wu had failed to assess whether differences in state laws prevented a nationwide class going ahead. It was also ruled that used car owners should have been excluded, as it couldn't be determined if they had relied on the fuel economy claims of the car's manufacturers when purchasing their vehicles. We're really pleased that the drivers are finally going to get what they're they're owed. Richard McCoon, a lawyer for the driver class, said in an interview with Euronews while discussing discussing the the reversal from the 2018 judgment. And oh boy, there's a few comments. This one comes from JKT. Definitely good news. I'm still driving the 2012 Hyundai Veloster I bought in October 2011, touting impossibly high MPG figures. Even when they lowered them, I still got less than promised. But I love my car. Maintenance cost has been very low, and the option I selected in the class action was for was for funds, for repairs, for repairs and parts. Looking forward to Hyundai getting the go-ahead to finally settle. This one comes from Brett Scott. I owned two vehicles that were part of the scandal. A 2011 Accent Hatch Auto that regularly achieved 43 to 46 MPG on my highway trips and averaged 26 to 28 around the city with my wife behind the wheel. And a 2012 Soul 1.6 Auto that I also saw 42 on a long trip but generally averaged 32 on all of my mixed driving tanks. Never had any complaints about the fuel economy. Still got a few hundred dollars in compensation for each car. Currently have a 2017 Elantra Turbo Elantra Auto, that has no problem getting 45 MPG when I drive. And it's a whole tank of one mile drives. Store, daycare, friend's house. Gets 26. Love how much the new numbers undersell the economy. Just had a base dodge journey for a day. Probably drove 45 miles in total. Average 17.5 MPG. Wow. Sounds like no one's really... upset about it bentley unveils a trio of bespoke models bentley unveils a trio of bespoke models to celebrate dealership's 25th anniversary 2020 genesis gv80 gearing up to battle bmw x5 and mercedes gle the upcoming crossover could have a twin turbo 3.3 liter v6 engine with 365 horsepower. That's Hemi levels. That's 5.7 Hemi levels. That's getting with the program. 2020 Mercedes GLB to debut on June 10th with seven seat options. That's literally tomorrow at the time of this recording. Automakers ask President Trump to ditch plans for lower emission standards. One off Alfa Romeo, Stelvio, Quadrifoglio enlists for the 2019 Gumball 3000. GM and FCA are buying greenhouse gas credits from Tesla. Didn't, we, we didn't already know FCA won. Wasn't doing it. We knew that FCA was doing that. I didn't quite know GM was, though. Addy says it's considering A6 All-Road for the U.S. Should they bring it? Eh, I don't... Honestly, I can't really imagine that many people buying it. I could imagine a lot of people buying an A4 All-Road though. I will see you all after the break. Did you know Cody does more than just tell the news? He's writing articles on cars as well be sure to check them out on Mopar Insiders at http://www.moparinsiders.com and on Drive Tribe at http://www.drivetribe.com Now back to Cody at Cody's car conundrum Mary Barrow defends GM plans to sell Lordstown Plant. GM President confirms development on electric pickup has started. 2020 Cupra Leon Hot Hatch likely getting both plug-in hybrid and gasoline versions. All-new Nissan Juke Tip 2 debut later this year with electric powertrain option. 2020 Aston Martin DBX Fresh spy Shots. Give us another look inside. 2019-2020 to 2020, Ram 1500 struck by, apparently, a massive recall. VW offering UK customers 48-hour test drives with the e-Golf. G-Power unleashes 789 horsepower from Mercedes-AMG GTR's 4-liter bi-turbo V8. I guess that would make it super fast. <clears throat> Very last news, Saab 9.3 is, auction- is being auctioned off with 3 miles on the clock. Three miles, that's it. The thing has been driven around a dealership, and that's it. I don't care if it's a solid I'd want one. VW promises to install 36,000 EV charging points in Europe by 2025. 2020 Mercedes AMG GLC, 63 priced from £74,599 in the UK. Or basically, you're going to be paying upwards of 90000 here for the same SUV. Let's see what Ram has done. FCA has issued... Another recall for the latest Ram 1500, the action includes 2019 and 2020 model year vehicles affected by a software error that could inadvertently disable the airbags and seatbelt pretensioners, thus making them unavailable in the event of an accident. Discovered during an internal investigation, the issue will be signaled to drivers via the illuminated warning light in the instrument panel. It's estimated that 295,989 81 units of the 2019 Ram 1500 are affected in the United States alone, along with 38,884 in Canada, 1,817 in Mexico, and 6,154 outside the NAFTA region. Furthermore, another 26 exam- another 26 examples of the 2020 model year truck are also included, but these are in FCA's possession. Technicians have already been, av- been it- have already been advised of the defect and they will be enable they will replace the occupant restraint modules where needed or simply update the software. As usual, all work will be carried out free of charge. Owners should hear from the automaker soon as the recall campaign is expected to kick off this month. Meanwhile, those whose vehicles are included in the safety action can contact FCA with any question they may have on the topic at one 800 853 1403 Once again, that's FCA's contact at one 800 853 one four oh three. Aston Martin is readying road legal Vulcan for the Gumball three thousand. I know I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna find out very soon how it does, but I'd still love to know how it does. Alpine says something's coming next week. Is it the A one ten GT four? I sure hope so. Next week, so June fourteenth. Got it. Twenty twenty. Renault Zoe gearing up to face upcoming fierce competition. New James Bond film to feature classic Aston Martin V eight Vantage. VW has locked in 20,000 pre-orders for its ID3 electric hatchback. Recharging electric vehicles is more affordable than most people think, apparently. A new study suggests it only costs $13 to recharge a Tesla Model S in America. Brexit wounds. Ford proposes shutdown of UK Bridgend plant in September 2020. Ford and Roush team up for P51-inspired Old Crow Mustang GT. Apple said to be in talks to buy autonomous driving startup Drive.ai. BMW opens new Mexican plant days ahead of American tariffs. Forced Chinese Division fined twenty-five million for setting minimum prices? Business groups indicate that this could be a part of China's ongoing trade war with the Okay. That that, that sounds like a plausible cause. Porsche CEO adamant the upcoming taken will handle or Tycon, sorry, will handle like a 911. Current Corvette and Camaro V8 to soon be killed off in Europe over emissions regulations. This Bentley Conti GT is after Pike's peak's production car record. 2020 VW Passat pre-sales begin in Europe. Prices have been announced. Undisguised Porsche 99- 992 Targa test car gets the Nurburgring treatment. Toyota and Subaru strike deal to develop EV platform for cars and SUVs. All-new Kia Optima render reflects what, we- what little we know. As you can imagine it looks like an updated Optima. You know, slimmer headlights, uh kind of a stinger-ish front end. And you know, but still Optima proportions, and then bam, that that's what you have in that rendering. Struggling Renault will revamp F1 car in time for the French GP. All new Peugeot E two oh eight coming to special event at Silverstone. Face of the Kia K7 slash cadenza teased in Korea ahead of imminent launch. Nevs buys British in in-wheel electric motor manufacturer audi picks saicvw plant to build chinese market q4 e-tron mazda's revolutionary 177 horsepower sky active x engine emits just 97 grams per kilometer of co2 the upcoming mazda 3 sky active x also returns a combined 43 43 43.5 us mpg per the wltp standards 2020 Kiaos goes under the knife, adds new look, engines, and tech. FCA's U.S. sales chief files whistleblower lawsuit against car maker. Yeah, you can bet we're getting into that one. Pagani's latest bespoke Zonda is a purple roaster named Zun. This is exactly like when Daniel Craig says he's going to stop. He's not going to do any more Bond films. He's done so many at this point. I just can't take him seriously. And Pagani said that they were going to stop making the Zonda. Almost, what, almost 10 years ago now? And they're still making bespoke one-offs. I don't know if this one's a one-off, but still. I can't take you seriously anymore, Pagani. Just either say, yeah, you know, we're just going to keep making the Zonda for all eternity. Or say, yeah, honest to God, we're going to stop it. If not, you can, you know, you can shoot us in the foot with a paintball gun. Please, God, make up your mind. Jaguar XESV Project 8 ditches huge rear wing in new touring spec. Basically the 911R of Jaguar XESV Project 8. Everything you want from a GT3 except without the big wing. Ford Fusion production ending in 2020- uh, Well, no, apparently not. Apparently 2021. However, apparently the 325 horsepower Fusion Sport will bow out early. Assuming it hasn't already. 2020 Mercedes GLB teased. debuts this summer. Alright, let's see. The US sales chief of Fiat Chrysler Automobiles has- filed a federal whistleblower lawsuit against the Italian-American carmaker. In the suit, Reed Bigland, who I thought was at Nissan all this time, alleges that executives within FCA have made him a scapegoat over the company's inflated vehicle sales practices. He also claims that he inherited FCA sales figures reporting practices. Bigland cooperated with a federal investigation into FCA vehicle sales practices and asserts that his pay... Has been slashed by more than 90 percent and that the company has withheld his bonuses and stock as part of a compensation plan valued at approximately 1.8 million the lawsuit contends that fca intends on using his compensation to pay fines or settlements reached with the securities and exchange commission bigland's unwillingness to act as a a scapegoat for defendants 30-year practice which predated him and his candor regarding defendants knowledge of this practice prior to and during his tenure as head of u.s caused fca to retaliate against Plaintiff less than two months later by withholding his compensation. Bigland's lawyer said in a statement, The executive wants a federal judge to prohibit FCA from any further wrongdoing or retaliation and is asking for an unspecified amount of damages. In a statement, FCA representatives said, Bigland's eligibility for incentive compensation, like that of all corporate officers, is subject to a determination by the Board of Directors Compensation Committee that he has satisfied the applicable company and personal performance conditions. FCA first had its U.S. sales reporting process probed by federal investigators in July 2016. The company soon altered its reporting, pra- its reporting practices, which revealed that rather than enjoying 75 months of year-over-year sales increases touted until then, FCA had only seen sales increases for roughly half that time. Not that bad, though. Mercedes-AMG's new turbo four-engine rated at 382 horsepower in A45 and 400 and 15 horsepower in the A45S. The S! We're not even, I'm not, is that, I don't even think that is the AMG, That you know, the AMG A40, A65, whatever, we're not, I don't even know if we're talking about that or not. But either way, the engine revs up to 7,200 RPM and features a new twin scroll turbocharger. That's code word for this engine's a whole bunch of awesomeness. On paper. On paper. Cadillac's Super Cruise semi-autonomous driving system gaining 75,000 miles of of new compatible highways. VW kicks off ad campaign for ID Buzz, says it's time to forget Dieselgate. I kind of think a lot of us already have. Though I'm not sure the effects of it are all done and dusted quite yet. Trump denies GM's request for tariff relief on China imported Buick Envision. New Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat Octane Edition. Will cost you a $1,495 premium. But I mean come on, how awesome is Octane Edition? I'd I'd spend the extra fourteen hundred bucks, almost fifteen hundred bucks. Because you you get the name. You get the name and it you know, black and it actually kinda looks like they added they took the Viper Voodoo Uh paint scheme and decal package, added dual racing stripes and then slapped it onto a charger. That that's what it looks like. So awesome. Hertz gets into car subscription business, priced from one thousand per month. Mess. No. GM's Mark Russ comments on C8 Corvette's untrack. Un- sorry, uncrackable ECU. GM says it doesn't want to cut out aftermarket tuners from the C8 Corvette, but if the ECU is uncrackable, then you kind of have for that. Toyota says Mexican tariffs could cost its suppliers over one billion. Oof. And on that note, I will see you all after the break. Are you a huge fan of Cody's Car Conundrum? You can now purchase Cody's Car Conundrum merch, which is long-sleeve and short-sleeve shirts on merch. Now back to Cody at Cody's Car Conundrum. Alrighty, we are back for the final time and we've got some very interesting news from our friends over at Mopar Insiders. Spotted! 2021 Ram Rebel TRX caught wearing Laramie Longhorn fascia. It's no secret that the Ram truck brand and SRT engineers are hard at work at bringing a 700 plus horsepower Ram Rebel, sorry, Ram 1500 Rebel TRX to the market, sorry, to market for the 2021 model year. And if you're reading in between the lines like I am, that means we may be getting the TRX next year. As early as next year! Now, It might be later next year, or it will get revealed early, and then a bunch of, you know, additional development, and then later in that year, but either way, more likely than not, we're getting this thing next year. We've been seeing prototypes for over the past year, testing across the United States, and now our photographers have caught one prototype wearing a Larry Longhorn front fascia. Back in March, we showed you photos of one of the Rebel TRX prototypes that was caught on the streets of Auburn Hills, Michigan. That particular prototype wore the styling of a, Laramie, of a Laramie Black model, including its factory badging. However, the prototype spotted this week is caught wearing the Laramie Longhorn front fascia. Gone are the Laramie Black slash Rebel Sport darkened tail lamps in exchange for the standard Ram 1500 tail lamps. The Laramie Longhorn flavored prototype is rumored to be one of a dozen of the all-black Rebel TRX prototypes on the road testing currently. Of course, this prototype, just like the Laramie, one that was spotted, wears a 6-lug front axle on the front and an 8-lug rear axle. We have seen early prototypes of the now-shelved 7-liter 426 Hemi models wearing 6-lug wheels on all four corners. According to our sources, the production Rebel TRX will look very different than these prototypes. One of our sources states that the Rebel TRX, when it hits the market will wear the front grille design of the current Rebel models while using a different style front bumper than the current production Rebel pickups. They also state that the Rebel TRX will feature a massive hood scoop, pulling air into the engine bay to add additional cooling for the massive, supercharged, 6.2-liter Hemi V8. The Ram Rebel... The Ram 1500 Rebel TRX is scheduled for release sometime in 2021. Model year or calendar year? It's a calendar year, then two years away, which would be a little sad, but oh well. It will be built alongside the other Ram 1500DT models at the Sterling Heights Assembly Plant, or SHAP, in Sterling Heights, Michigan, near Detroit. Stay tuned to our sister, ty- stay tuned to our sister site, FifthGenRams.com as we continue to bring you the latest Ram Rebel TRX news and information. 2020 Chevrolet Tracker launched in China with $14,500 base price. Next gen 2021 Kia Sorento spied being benchmarked against BMW X5. Tracy Morgan crashed his Bugatti Veyron Grand Sport just minutes after buying it. Oof! Although apparently he was hit—he was hit by, not that he hit someone else. Chinese plant builds the first Chinese plant builds first 50 Polestar One coupes, but they're not for sale. 2020 BMW M8 gets stalled up with M Performance parts. Yeah, that's right—we got the M8 now. We have the BMW M, and you know, obviously, it has the M5 engine, and it also has all-wheel drive. So, woohoo! BMW and JLR to co-develop next-generation electric drive units. 2019 Peugeot 508 SW on sale in the UK in four grades, starts at 26,845 pounds. You'd basically be paying about 34, 33, 32, 34 grand here. Kia's Stylus X Seed crossover shows more skin. Official launch due June 26th. Gordon Murray's modern McLaren F1 to have 650 to 700 horsepower. Six speed manual powertrain. High performance Audi e Tron Spyder could be the S or the RS variant. And apparently, there are some new photos. 2020 Audi A6 All Road unveiled with increased versatility and off-road prowess. Eh, I wouldn't go so much as say off-road prowess. BAC is bringing an updated Mono to the Goodwood Festival of Speed. The new Mono is expected to get a boost in power compared to the 301 horsepower, one that is on sale right now. 2020 Land Rover Defender completes rigorous testing in Kenya. Tesla announces it will build the Model Y at its Fremont plant. 2020 Mercedes-AMG CLA 35 shooting brake combines performance and practicality. 2020 Porsche Taycan tycon strips down and dresses up in dresses up as unveiling draws closer automakers scrambling to prepare for new tariff could increase prices of mexican-made models by eight thousand five hundred. are you kidding oof feels bad feels sad some automakers will be quite mad 2020 mercedes amg cla35 and cla45 shooting break to bring power and class ford develops new tech that allows smartphones to communicate with cars As if humans weren't doing that enough with uh, their colorful hand gestures. GM and Michelin testing airless tires could offer them on vehicles in 2024. I feel like that that's, it's it's not that that isn't a generous timeline, because I think it kind of is actually, but I think that it might get offered for a month or maybe three. And then maybe a lawsuit will happen and then they'll take it off the market again and they'll do more testing. Resvani Tank stars alongside Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black International. Cadillac's real CT4 and CT5 V-Series could use the Blackwing name. That's such a good name. That is such a good name, Blackwing. Tesla Model S destroyed by fire in Belgium while connected to Supercharger. Poor sales have sealed the fate of the Ford Edge in the UK. Other countries will follow. 2019 Honda NSX and Honda E confirmed for the Goodwood Festival of Speed to 2020 Audi RS for Avant, spied from a close distance. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on YouTube, or watching, I should say, on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you do subscribe, hit the little notification bell. If you're listening anywhere else, like, comment, share, same stuff. Except, I guess you'd follow the podcast anywhere else. You wouldn't really subscribe, but whatever. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all very soon. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCarConUndRM or check out my website www.Cody'sCarConundrum.com for articles and other car-related content.